This is KP. And this is Kai. And, and this, this is You Had Me at Fraud. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speaker, commenter, expert, or host. They do not explicitly or necessarily reflect nor represent the podcast's policies or views held by this podcast. The podcast or its channels cannot be held accountable for all or any views expressed during this podcast. And as always, listeners, discretion is advised. Before we get into that, we want to say happy Juneteenth that's coming this Sunday. Yep, happy Juneteenth to all our listeners. Hope y'all go celebrate. out there and celebrate. Have a good time. Yes. Unwind. Yes. So, and for those that don't know what Juneteenth is, can you let them know what it is? That is the Black Histories for African Americans Day of Independence. So, so if when July 4th don't know, had, huh? that is the day... We became independent. That's what I just said. Yeah. See, people just want to just tell no, you. I was, just, uh, I was just now elaborating. I was just elaborating on that. Back to Peggy Fulford. See, they didn't even know we was doing a. Oh, wait, thing I didn't say that yet. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, y'all. So today we are doing a podcast. Why are you on Peggy? Period. After Barward. <laughs> what the heck, man? What? Say it again. Barward. A.K.A. Peggy Fulford, because her maiden name was Peggy Broward. Fulford, not Fulford. It's F-U. Full. I'm just saying it how she said it. She was a Creole lady of the South. Yes, she was, y'all. You gonna keep talking? No, you can keep talking. She was known for swindling athletes. She was known for wire fraud, mail fraud, laundering money. She got Ricky Williams. Travis Best, Dennis Rodman, and many others. <laughs> yes. But where did Peggy start? Like, where was she born? Louisiana, baby. And she was, her birthday was October 10th. And that's something we have noticed with pretty much all of our cases. Like, most, why are most of them born on and around October 10th? Why are they all born closer to my birthday more than yours? Uh, right, it it's like right in the middle. Yes, actually in the middle. It's like right in the middle because mine is the 16th and yours is the second. So don't tell people my information. But that is crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. I wonder, like, Libras must be perfect at scamming. No, but they, they get caught. Be. Obviously, they they, they are getting caught. They are getting caught. But yeah, so Peggy was born in Louisiana. Yeah. New Orleans, to be exact. New Orleans. New Orleans, baby. So, she was born to a father. Her, well, her father was actually an abusive man. 
her mother was actually her best friend. The way she escaped her uh, father's abuse was actually mentally. She would actually act like she was a princess in her mind. So he was a controlling man. Um, she worked hard as a teen in school and actually mm -hmm. ended up going to Spelman College. Yes. In Spelman, we... Do we know what she went to college for? Uh, I don't remember, but I do know she ended up dropping out when she got married um, to a gentleman, and that only lasted a year. But she did also have um, a baby boy that she sent to live with her mother. She didn't She didn't raise him. So she didn't raise her? Son. She didn't raise, no, she didn't raise her first one son. No, she did not. Um... And that was like from the like nineteen. I think she got yeah. She got married in nineteen seventy nine. Divorced in uh, nineteen eighty. Divorced in nineteen eighty. And then nineteen eighty five, um, Peggy uh, moved back to New Orleans and uh, ended up marrying uh, Irving Rivers. Yes. And just in case y'all didn't know, Peggy went by. I think that one only lasted a year too. Really. <laughs> She got married several times. Yeah, she wasn't playing around, y'all. She she said she poured a Lori Harvey. Mm -hmm. You left one, she got another one. And right in her back pocket. Yes, because she got, she okay, she divorced in 1980, then married again in 1985, divorced again that year, and still got married again in 1985 to uh, Dr. Forrest King Jr. Yes. So and just in case y'all didn't know, Peggy had several different aliases. Most of them were her husband's last names, yeah. ex-husband's last names. But her maiden name is Peggy Bowert, if I'm saying that correctly. Peggy Fulford, which was her husband's last name. Peggy King, which I think was her husband's last name, right? Yeah. Okay. Doctor, yeah. Williams Simpson Rivers was a husband's last name. Yeah. Uh, Devon Cole Oof. was also another. So that was over seven aliases. That's crazy. Yeah. And then she also had two sons to the that the doctor, Doctor uh, Doctor King Junior. Doctor King. Yes, but I feel like things were kind of going good with that marriage because it did last for a while but mm -hmm. then there was a bad fire in, two, in the year 2000 mm -hmm. where her uh mother's home set on fire and her mom passed away in the fire oh, and that's sad. yeah they said they actually sent uh peggy to have a nervous breakdown and she became um manic, uh, manic and <clears throat> she was actually admitted into the hospital um yeah, and then that same year, she ended up getting divorced after 15-year marriage. That's wild. To that doctor, yeah. That's wild. And she um she left her sons. Uh, she she left her sons with 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 him, so she didn't raise them either. And then that's when the fraud began. Scandals, girls and boys. Scandals. <laughs> so y'all, around 2001. One of the most valuable players in the NFL was Ricky Williams. And Ricky Williams at the time was very sought after. And his, the coach of the Saints was said to do something that most didn't do. He took a chance on Ricky Williams because he was really young. So Ricky Williams, you know, hires an interior designer 
because he had an upcoming show for, guess what, MTV Cribs. Remember that show? Mm-hmm. I used to love that show. It's funny to look like that one day. You're right. Look at me now, mama. All right. <laughs> you hear, people are actually saying that show wasn't even, that was a scripted Rented show. Rented homes, scripted just like Pit My Ride. That's crazy. I used to, when I was little, I used to look at that show and like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to live that. Lavish. False hopes and dreams. <laughs> <laughs> it still can happen. It still can happen. Anyway, Peggy was accompanying his interior designer and... Sorry. sorry. Peggy was accompanying his... <laughs> Why do I keep saying accompanied it? <laughs> Peggy accompanied his interior designer. And Ricky said when she walked in, jaws just dropped. She, was, she looked lavish. She looked... She looked really cute, and she had on all the designer stuff, like somebody he never saw before. And his best friend, Raquel, said she also saw the same thing. So she told Raquel and Ricky that she was a Harvard Law graduate who made millions on Wall Street and claimed to be a financial advisor who had a soft spot for the athletes. Also, mm-hmm. she also, oh, go ahead, because I wanted to also tell them about Travis Best, but you go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, okay, okay. You can tell, 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 <clears throat> So, she also got to befriend uh, an NBA player, Travis Best. Uh, she, you know, this is how she was able to get into these, actually get these athletes into the palm of her hand, she would be she would befriend them and she yes. would like get to know them very close. Yes. She would get their trust. It wasn't like, oh, after we let me introduce you to these this yeah. idea or let me help you she would work years yes. with them. Most of them said she was like real motherly. Mm-hmm. She would like call them baby. You know how older people they'd be like, baby you know, you just feel at home. She's probably, she was queer. She was like baby. It's like, like right. <laughs> Baby. Baby. So, like, she um, was able to actually convince him to let her manage his account that was worth $3.5 million and to take care of his bills and stocks. And, um, and she did that. But those bills and stocks went to her account. And she did that for five years until he caught on of what was happening. And she ended up paying herself $2 million. And homeboy didn't even report it because why? He was embarrassed that he was swindled by this beautiful Creole lady. Mm. Mm. She had that. She had that juju. She had that. She had the what? The juju. The juju. Baby. Uh. That Creole butter. So, also in two thousand one, back to Ricky. In 2001, he was diagnosed with social anxiety disorder. So, being good friends with Peggy, anytime he would go to events, he would take Peggy with him. And while they were at these events, she would work as his, like, what would you call that? Like, PR, I guess you would say? Probably. She would talk on his behalf and mingle the room. And they, people said when she walked in the room, she commanded attention. She would go talk to... And this is her, actually... She would hand out her business card and give her business card and introduce herself as a financial advisor. So if anybody needs a financial advisor in the room, they would refer her. Right, because remember, 
word gets around with the rich. So if they're like, oh, this is a trustworthy person, right. you're going to get you're gonna get that profit. You're going to get that money. You're going to get that business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what she did, too. How we just found out. But <laughs> Ricky, his wife, eventually ended up getting pregnant. And it was even said that Peggy threw them a baby shower. So that's how close they got. She threw them a baby shower and also drove them to the hospital. Ricky and Peggy's best friend agreed that it would be good for him to manage his funds because at this time she was talking a good game, saying that she was a financial advisor, and Peggy, you know, decided to manage their funds, of course. Y'all, Peggy will give the family a monthly allowance Mm. and the rest will go into a separate bank account. Whose separate bank account that was? Anonymous, please. Anonymous. It was her bank account it was going into, which allowed Peggy to do as she pleases with that money. And she was supposed to use that money to pay for their bills, their taxes, and just everything that, you know, goes into the lifestyle of a... Now, there was also, okay, so y'all remember that first son she had, right? So he actually got into the athletic field of, um, I don't know if it was, I can't honestly, I can't remember if it had to do something with, um, like, he did something with athletes. It was nothing like really like financial or anything like that, but she took advantage of that and, you know, that put her on even more. You know, her son didn't know that his mother was a con artist. Mm-mm. So, you know, she got to know even more athletes through her son. Yep. So around 2002, the Saints traded Ricky to the Dolphins. And Peggy, you know, that was her client. So she moved with him. She, moved with, she got a big house in Fort Lauderdale. And by this time, she met her second husband. Or this is the third husband. I can't keep that's, up. I think that's the third husband. Yes, y'all. And he was an anesthesiologist. Y'all, y'all. Keeping up with the money. She said, go where the money resides, honey. If and they moving, I'm moving too. Right. Where the money <laughs> resides, where the money resides. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ricky at, was at the height of his career at this moment. And, you know, going living in Miami now, they were going to all the parties. They was partying. Ricky became so popular. He was considered a beast in his field. And uh, Peggy attended all the galas and events with Ricky by her side. And pretty soon, she was well-known in the social scene. And her business, King's Management, was pitched for a reality show. Mm. Yeah, she was pitched for a reality show, but eventually ended up getting scraped. But this show would have been about her managing, you know... Her, no, not even managing her being a mentor to different athletes because she didn't only handle their finances. She also was a good, uh, was there for them emotionally. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she she had a whole reality show. And I think that was going to be on, I want to say Bravo or MTV. One of those two. Probably. Really? Bravo? Yeah, one of those two. One of the that, stations that has a lot. To me, Bravo just seems like a newer channel. I know it's not brand new, mm-hmm. but... It's been around for a while, because I remember I used to see... They used to only play mostly music videos. What do you think came out first, Bravo or E? Probably E. I think it was Bravo. Really? 
because I remember Bravo and MTV first, and then E being like, they really got popular around um, Housewives of like Orange County. Yeah, and that was that's not that old. No, that's not at all. Yeah. So, but I think I don't think a lot of people really watched E before that. Yeah, I stopped watching E. Sorry, E. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Bravo just took over, huh? Yeah, me it did. <laughs> this is our sponsor, and uh, our opinions are our own. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so uh, around this time, she also met another player by the name of Rashad Keynes. Mm. And he was traded to, I mean, he was with the Timberwolves with a $1.5 million worth contract, sorry, contract. And they met after a championship game. He described Peggy as sexy, attractive, seductive, but also motherly. She sold him on the aspect of generational wealth. Because, you know, when you black and you got, you know, they don't really manage their money well because that's because we didn't have the knowledge. We didn't always have a lot of money, so we, we had taught, to scrape so together. sometimes, you know, right. you mismanage your money. And then you trust the wrong people, yeah. <clears throat> Peggy, with, yeah. your, you know, your wealth. Right. And I can understand why they would, you know do that because you hear this woman saying oh generational wealth blah 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 you're thinking about your family and a lot of these athletes which i'm pretty sure y'all know they support their whole family i'm like here's, sometimes friends look i would be like here's 500 dollars cash <laughs> let's see what you can do with this <laughs> if you can flip this then we can move forward but if you can't and it's 500 is a little too much he got millions i it's think 500 dollars like five dollars Maybe twenty dollars. What nothing. you can do with twenty dollars first. I don't trust. <laughs> I don't. It. I don't separate from my money. That's the one thing I don't trust people. With. You can be here for emotional support. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and I ain't. Pay, can... <laughs> and I ain't paying you for it. <laughs> you can be here financially in spirit. <laughs> I can. I'll let you pray over my money. <laughs> you can pray over it. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> Shoot. That's about it. Dang, it's so, like people just throwing money away. Yes. So his first check came, and guess who account it went to, y'all? His first check, he never seen it. It went straight to Peggy's account. Anonymous. One day, he was out in his car declined his first six-figure check, y'all. Oh, my gosh. He originally thought, you know, this must be a state by the bank. Y'all, Peggy ghosted him. Never returned calls. He ain't never see Peggy after that. It would have been some on Beyonce shit. Don't make me send my goons for you because we coming, yeah, Peggy. We first, coming. I can imagine how happy he probably was. I'm about to get my first check with the NFL. I'm about, I can do this and that for my family now. They, they probably had plans for that check. And like, she would be. And she ripped that away from him. Drenched in jewels and furs. Yeah. She was dressed from head to toe. Neiman Marcus, all the... Oh, my gosh. That's so selfish. Right, it is. So, let's back up back to Ricky, which was her last... That he was with the um, Dolphins. His best friend, remember his best friend, Chantel? Well, her and Peggy got real close, so much to the point where she made her her assistant. <laughs> so, now she was the assistant to the quote-unquote, financial advisor, Peggy. So she noticed Peggy was doing a lot of shopping and not a lot of working. 
And she was doing all the work. Chantel was doing all the work. And she noticed one day, like, she's doing all the shopping, telling us we can go on shopping trips, but I'm not getting paid. So eventually, Chantel, she, she decided to quit. Now, around this time, she added a few more people to her roster of athletes. And this one is world-renowned NFL player. Dennis. Dennis. D. D. Rodman. Rodman, y'all. At the time, he was located in Miami, and he disconnected from his former financial company, and he was looking for financial representation. So, who do you know? At the time, Peggy, at the age of 47, still, he was still said to be making retired up to $20 million a year. Mm. Retired, make it $20 million a year. So, like she do, she put Dennis on a monthly allowance. Y'all, she put a, a, the GOAT, one of the GOATs up in a, a NBA on a monthly allowance. It even opened up two LLCs in his name. Those two LLCs? One was called Star Rod LLC, and another one was called Dennis Group. They got very close, and they she even showed up to his Hall of Fame what do, you, what do you call those? His Hall of Fame, where he was inducted into the Hall of Fame. She even showed up to that, y'all. And he even thanked her on live television. Yes, that's how... And this just gives you a sense of how close she was to these NFL players that, that that she was important enough for them to thank during award speeches. Like, that's that's. I crazy. wonder if on side note she was like, can I come? Can I come? <laughs> and since she's so motherly... She got that charm. One thing about Libras, they got that charm. Baby, you just can't can tell I them no. To the event, baby. But um, yeah. So she got. They got really close, like to the point where people started to suspect there was some type of romantic connection between them. Mm. <laughs> Why you make that face? <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Okay, so one day, Dennis Rodman was... No, was it Dennis Rodman? Girl, I don't know, but can I spill some tea? Yes, you can spill some tea. Okay, so, like, me and my sister, honestly, we got some different information. She got information where he didn't believe that, you know, she scammed him. In the beginning, he didn't. Oh, okay. In the beginning, he didn't believe her. Well, homeboy, y'all know how Dennis Rodman is outspoken. He actually, like, reported her to, like, a new, uh, not a news channel. Yeah, it was like, a, a radio channel, and they, like, confronted her, and she laughed about it, saying it was a lie. Yo, let me tell you something. This is what pisses me off, okay? This man gave you the rights to pay his bills. One of these things was for child support. He was backed like in the 80-something thousands in child support, or probably yeah. more than that. So he got sued for that. Now, let me tell you something. I'm a, I'm a, Not I'm a, only that, let me add something in here. Not only that, though, y'all, he was supposed to be paying his rent, paying his uh, paying his uh, gas bill, his light bill, his, all his utilities and all his court fees, his taxes. Y'all, none of that was paid. His, uh, his family's, Electricity was being cut off. The water was being cut off. Uh, different employees for his wasn't getting paid. 
Yo, he was still at that time in the beginning. He was like, no, no way Peggy did this. That, P- Peggy would never do that to a person. She would have hurt a fly. She wouldn't do nothing. Well, I'm getting back to the child support. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm a single mother, and I do it by myself. My ex is on child support. He ain't paying nothing. He said he's not working. We have gone back and forth. He getting locked up. His girlfriend bail him out. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. This man wanted to pay his child support. How could you take that from... Forget the mother. Forget me. How could you take that from those children? That is fucked up. That, that, that made me so upset. Because there are men and women out here that are on child support that don't want to pay it and don't pay it. And then there are people that's on that ch- that are men and women that are on child support and pay it. And then you have this situation where it's a lot of money involved to take yeah. care of all these children, and she's pocketing in that money. Yeah. Fucked up. She wouldn't even put a dollar in the account. She would have the whole amount, the whole check, the whole income put into her account. And the fact that you laughed at at that situation. That's where you at, where you at now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Dennis found out about, well, his lawyer found out about her, something wasn't right with Peggy because his $5 million life insurance policy was due to lapse, y'all. Mm. If y'all don't know about lapse, all that money he'd been putting into the policy would have been null and void. So he would have... It would his he would his five million dollar policy and all that money would have been gone. Mm. So the lawyer went up to Dennis Robin like something's not right about this Peggy and Dennis was not having it. Like I said, he did not believe Peggy was doing this at first. He just knew, uh, and they actually blamed it on his spending habits because apparently he was having spending habit problems. So everybody was like, Mm-mm, it's not it's not sitting right. At this time, Peggy moved to Houston with a different husband going by the name Peggy Fulford. This is where she got her Fulford name from. One day, a client by the name of Christian wakes up to find out that he doesn't have enough money in his account to buy groceries. Mm. Y'all, so now she's messing with people's livelihood. Actually, she was messing with people's livelihood for a year, so let me scratch that. And she kept giving an excuse, and she would write them little checks. Well, also at this time, Ricky's car was stolen. Well, he found out when he tried to call the people, you know, the insurance people, he found out his insurance was canceled a year before. What? Yep. So I bet you all those notices and stuff was going to her. Mm-hmm. All those notices. I was like, I need backup receipts, and if I don't get not one backup receipt, bitch, you fired. Yep. <laughs> so he had... Uh, that would be a last of insurance, too, because he didn't have no insurance. And if y'all don't know, because I know the story very well. <laughs> when I was 18, I didn't have insurance, and I had to pay for it because they took my whole car, and I wasn't allowed to drive. And if you don't know, you have to pay that fine through the MVA before you're allowed to drive. And it was in the thousands. Now, I know they NFL players, but at, or just a normal person, I didn't have no thousands to just fork out. So for, um, for, I would say up to a year, I had to pay. Actually, I don't think it was like more like two years. I had to pay by that due date or on that due date and not miss one day or I would not be allowed to drive ever again. I wasn't there, but my youngest sister was. Yes, and I were. heard it was a... <laughs> <laughs> it was a 
dramatic scene. Yes. Yes, it was a very Somebody dramatic Somebody was throwing scene. stuff. Yes. I did, y'all. When you 18, you think you know everything. You think you know everything. And, um, yeah, I remember them. I knew I didn't have insurance. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I didn't have insurance, and uh, I knew I didn't have insurance, and I fake like I was calling the insurance company, <laughs> but my sister being helpful. The youngest one you had, a little. My youngest sister. To, the youngest sibling always had to make yes, them out. being helpful. She said, "Oh, I got I already got them on the phone. They said you don't have insurance in front of the police." Why the police was standing right beside me? Now this could be considered a scam because. I still had the, because the lady said, the cop said, all you have to do is show me proof of insurance. And I knew, mind you, y'all, I was right outside of my apartment. This is the messed up part. I was literally parked in front of my apartment in my parking spot. (laughs) And I said, can I just go upstairs where this insurance card that would have showed proof that I still had insurance? Because it was, it was. Even though the insurance was canceled, it still had active dates on it. And I, she said no. No, she said she couldn't go upstairs. She said no, I couldn't go upstairs. Unscrewed my license plate off. She had two. And and called the tow truck and took my car. And y'all, it was a big price to pay. They said, even though at the time I had a really good job, they said it would have been like, 200 to get out and then something per day and I it was like in between pay schedules so it would have been like this huge amount to get out so I just said F it. Since say you was doing <laughs> I, was, I was so angry when I, I was so angry when I emptied out my car y'all because this was the party days for me. I was in my uh, I was partying at that time 18, 19, you know all them years and I had heels in the back of my car. I had like Maybe a bottle or two back there. I, had... <laughs> I was throwing it, y'all. When I tell you, I was chucking it because out of anger, I was chucking it because not only did I get caught this time, but I had been getting pulled over before that and never got, they never said anything about insurance. Spoiled child. But this. She found me, y'all. I got caught. <laughs> anyway, back to the story. Back to the story. So, uh, Ricky's car was stolen. We back to where his car was stolen, and his insurance was, he found out his insurance was canceled a year prior. Mm-hmm. So, Peggy had been not paying his bill. Well, her other client named Christian found out 317 thousand dollar irs bill he got in the mail because his taxes wasn't being paid i would have had a stroke because i, I would have had a stroke too oh my gosh <laughs> that is crazy claiming that she got a and it also said that he got a sizable return with false with false oh documentations and false deductions meanwhile he Kim, you better never scam me. He never got that tax return. Come for you. He never got that tax return. But you got your money, so you know I wasn't scamming. Cause I do, I do my family's taxes, y'all. Peter <laughs> And my friends' taxes. 
But uh, I would never do that. But um, yeah, so he never got his tax return. But this bill is claiming that he got a sizable return and he only got that sizable return with using false information. So Peggy was filing his tax returns using doctored information. One of the baby mamas didn't get child support, which my sister covered. Rents wasn't getting paid. Peggy Houston home, when they found her, it was empty. Peggy had skipped town. She said, bye, y'all. I gotta go. Peggy wasn't answering phone calls. She drained $6 million from the family over the years. I would have went to Cuba. So, Ricky and Christian called a civil lawsuit and a federal investigation because at this time, they actually became friends, y'all, because they were like, this same woman, uh, me too. This happened to me too. She scammed me too. And in 2014, Ricky creates an injunction in court on Peggy to recover missing bank records. God, y'all, they found out $6 million from claiming to be a Harvard graduate. Found out. I'm sorry. Let me Can back I say up. you okay? <laughs> Let me back up. Let me back up. They found out Peggy had five bank accounts, y'all. They found out Peggy had five bank accounts mm-hmm. once they did this injunction. One of her earliest victims, Travis, they found out from him, she took, in 2013, she took 200000 From another couple, Lex and Rebecca Hillard, she purchased $1,000 a thousand acre lot in downtown Houston mm. using his money. In her name, y'all, in her name, with his <laughs> money. <laughs> Rod, Rodman's, I said Rodman's. Rodman's. Rodman's team also was struggling because Peggy's collection agency, Peggy, they found out a collection agency was suing Rodman for over $100,000 because for, for a tax refund mm. and 30 and then he that he owed thirty thousand dollars that but he never seen a return ever robin got very defensive with someone and mentioned peggy when somebody when everybody mentioned con peggy's con ways i don't know why i have a tongue twister today <laughs> when people would mention peggy's con ways he would get this defensive so eventually his lawyers had a meeting with the FBI and they found out about the Dennis Rodman LLC. And... <laughs> that ain't me. Oh my gosh. Yes. And um they found out at the time she had a ninety thousand dollar check coming from his account ready to be deposited in one of her bank accounts. It was in motion to be deposited in her account from his, and the management immediately broke off connection with Peggy at that time. So Rodman was no longer connected to Peggy. Mm-hmm. So y'all, Peggy knew the heat was on her because guess what? In 2013, she returned back to New Orleans. She said, I can't run no more. I'm running out of money. <laughs> right. She she said, uh-uh, I'm going back to the bayou. <laughs> <laughs> and on and on December 13th, guess who came knocking, y'all? Not, not the Pope Pope. Not the I said Pope. Not the Pope. The FBI came knocking on her door. She was indicted on mail fraud, money fraud, 
money laundering, interstate transportation of stolen property, and they arrested her in her apartment where they found $174,000 in cash. Uh, But before that... She never paid anybody back either, though, right? She never paid anybody, but she was ordered to pay restitution, though. Right. But you making 20 cents per hour in jail, (laughs) she's going to be paying for the rest of her life. But, um, y'all, she pled guilty. No, while she was on bond, because she did bond herself out while they was holding her, she decided to commit one last scam, y'all. Actually, this is not the one last game. Her, they found out when they went to in her apartment. They found out she was in the process of buying, of conning a, not buying. She was in the process of conning a doctor, saying she wanted to make an old school a nursing home. Yeah. And y'all, this building wasn't even for sale. They found out this building wasn't even for sale. So she was about to sell a fake. That's worse than the man selling a fake airport. <laughs> Because you get getting all people uh, involved. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he, they probably thought, oh, this is a nice thing, an old school into a nursing home. Yeah. So, but she didn't get to cash that check, y'all. She ended up pleading guilty to only, she did a deal, and she ended up only being, uh, only pleading guilty to the interstate transportation of stolen funds because she was, you know, she was going all over stealing funds from state to state. And she was released on bond and um, probation. But not before she committed her last scam. Just one more for the road. She said, I'm going to complete one more scam for the road. Y'all, this engineer, now he had gone through so much he was actually a victim of Hurricane Katrina, lost mm. everything, and rebuilded his life, rebuilt it, rebuilt his life, and wanted to invest some money. How Peggy got in contact with him, we know. He probably got her card, or somebody probably referred to him and didn't hear of her card in ways, but he got him to invest $25,000 and she said, this will get you back on your feet. His last bit of money she gave to him, to her, mm. thinking she would flip it and he would be back on his feet. But, girl, she got caught. She got caught. And also, that check was never cashed either. Because in 2018, Peggy pled guilty. <laughs> right, like that. In 2018, Peggy pled guilty. <laughs> and she was... Ordered to pay back three million to Ricky, one point two to Dr. Which one was that? Dennis Rodman. Yeah, I'm like Dominican yeah. Republic. Yeah, <laughs> I, I put Dr. in my notes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I said to Dr. So one point two million to Dennis Rodman, one point three million to Travis Beth, one hundred thirty-two thousand to Lex Hiller and pay back restitution and she received a max sentence of 10 years. And that's it? 10 years. That's but because she was... Because got sued and it went to jail for our child support. Yeah. She, mm, that, I'm, I'm sorry, sure it y'all. probably didn't get dropped though because it probably maybe got dropped after they 
At the time, no, it. because they didn't know about that yeah, scam yet. True. Which is messed up. I, I'm sorry, y'all. That's that. that that's a, that. that yeah. That that's a very passionate. Yeah. Children, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't mess with the children. Yes. And well, the good news is she won't be getting out to see seventy. Which is in but the last that years. that don't always stop. That don't always stop people though. That don't always stop people because look at uh. <laughs> <laughs> the jewelry thief. Look at uh Doris Payne. She was still she still scamming and she in her eighties. Been to jail multiple times. Come out, do something else. Come out this so we don't know if this this is the end of her story, but if we get any updates, we will definitely update y'all. Ain't she getting out in like four years or something like that? Well, this was twenty eighteen. She got ten years, so what year is this? 2018. I mean, t- it's 2022. 2018 well, was on 23? Lord. Well, what universe were you living on, Kyra? My own. Per usual. Oh, my God. No, it's not 2023. It's 2022. Yeah. And so that was like, what? Five years she's been in jail? So she got five more. That's not enough time. That make, that make me feel like, oh, let me go down low, lose Anna, uh, conjure up some athletes and uh, get some money. Yeah. She, I feel like she's definitely, she either stack money somewhere or she's going to start conning more people. Because that charm don't go away. She's probably in jail finessing uh, honey buns and <laughs> <laughs> finessing honey buns and ramen noodles. You... Oh, Lord. Peggy, if you're listening. Because that's a craft right there. Peggy, if you're listening, you're wrong for the whole situation. Yeah, but she that was finessing. That's karma right there. That's going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's the story of Peggy Fallfoot. And thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening, y'all. And if you, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. if you are listening, please follow us at You Had Me at Fraud on IG and TikTok. And if you have any, if you ever been scammed, please send your scammer stories to You Had Me at Fraud at You Had Me at Fraud at gmail <laughs> gmail.com <laughs> and we will talk to you next week and if you have ever scammed anyone I just said that I thought you said if you've ever been scammed oh and if you ever scammed anyone let us know we'll read the story anonymously I, anonymously <laughs> anonymous shout out to anonymous on that who, who was that was that kiss fm Ricky Smiley. <laughs> I'm so done. Whoever Anonymous was back on the Ricky Smiley show back on a long time ago, we love you. <laughs> yes, they used to have us crack it up. Y'all take care. Y'all take care. Bye-bye. Bye. And stay tuned for listening stories. And happy Juneteenth. <laughs> and now it's time for listener scammer stories. Hey guys, today's listener stories. I have a few today. Uh, okay, my first one is, yep, I was scammed. Company called me seeking a charity donation. I believed it was charity wrong. It was a telemarketer that obtained donations for charities, but the charities get very little from these companies. Worse, if you donate as I did, they will literally just move your name along through their company and continue to call you nonstop seeking money for those alleged charities. 
The only reason they finally stopped was after my attorney contacted them with an intent to sue. My lessons, never give anyone money who solicits by phone. Always request more information via mail. Never answer the phone when the number on the caller ID is out of area or unidentified or anything else that isn't immediately recognized. Let it go to voicemail. I have another one. It says, I remember my sister ordered some miracle water after watching a Peter Popoff special. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but that name is funny. Peter Popoff. <laughs> She saw all these people claiming that after they used the water money was sent to them. <laughs> she just knew it was real because pastors don't lie. Quote unquote. She believed the water didn't receive any money, but they kept sending envelopes and asking for money. I laugh anytime I'm up late and I see Peter pop off segment. <laughs> Who's that other one that be selling prayer water and prayer cloths and I remember somebody calling in one day saying like they were literally called in and said this thing don't work and called him a scammer it was the funniest thing ever I think his name was Kearney Thomas but it was funny thank you that was our listener tales for today guys and I will see you guys next week make sure you follow us at you had me at fraud and on tiktok in Instagram. And I think that's it. You guys have a good weekend and I will see you. Well, you will definitely hear from us next week. Bye.